Hey everybody, it's me, Preston Jensen, and welcome to my podcast today. I've got some sweet topics for you. Hello everybody, welcome to episode number nine of Preston Jensen's podcast. If you're new here, I'm your host, Preston. Tonight, I'm going to be talking about five things I love about my Roadcaster Pro, and then two things I don't like about my new Roadcaster Pro. And uh, before we get started, I've got to say there's a lot of stuff going on. If you listened to uh, my last episode or maybe a couple episodes ago, let's see. No, last episode I talked about uh, the Office Ladies podcast. On episode seven, I talked about the DJI Aveda or Avada leaks and rumors, and it looks like DJI has a big announcement on, let's see here, the 25th. So uh, on Thursday, so we're going to be keeping a close eye on that. If you want to hear more about that drone, if it's released, maybe I'll be doing a little, uh, uh, maybe I'll fill you in a little bit about that drone in a future episode. Uh, We'll see. If it's really good, maybe I'll buy it and I can do some reviews for you. Today is the last day of summer for Valley City. Uh, I know summer doesn't officially end until, what is it, Thursday, September 22nd. Um, But today is the last day without school in Valley City, North Dakota. And so it seems like things are really changing quickly for me. Uh, My wife is a teacher. Um, We've been in the summer swing of things for a few months now and... uh, As of tomorrow, a lot of things change. No more amateur baseball. Uh, That season wrapped up this past weekend. Uh, We've got a fun uh, kind of family tradition. We, uh, after my baseball games on Wednesday nights, we go to Texas Roadhouse. So we're uh, probably not going to be able to do that during the school year because it gets a little bit too late on school nights. Um, The paint bucket game, which for those of you in the area. you definitely know what I'm talking about. It's Valley City State versus Jamestown. Uh, that's going to be on Thursday in Jamestown. So uh, I'm excited to see uh, what happens there. Go Vikings. Uh, and let's see. Um, that's basically everything for the events coming up. Uh, and it's uh, I tell my wife this just about every year. I don't have anything to do with school. I'm done with college. I'm done uh, going to classes of any sorts. I'm out in the working world now, but still every year about this time of year, I feel a little bit sick to my stomach for all the kids out there knowing that summer is over, school year is starting. And, uh, so all the kids out there who listen to this podcast, I'm right there with you. I'm not looking forward to a new school year. Uh, summer is just way too cool. All right. Getting into the main topic of the podcast, um, I thought I should revisit the Roadcaster Pro. I know I'd, I've done a lot of episodes on it, and this is uh, Pro version 2. Um, I had the first version, and I loved everything about that. Uh, when the new Roadcaster Pro 2 came out, I thought I should update it. And uh, I've got a chance to use it for several episodes now. I've basically recorded all of Season 2 on the Roadcaster Pro 2. Uh, this is actually my second one that I've had. First one I had, I had to send back to B&H because it had a build quality issue. I'll get into that in a little bit. 
But on to the five things I love about the Roadcaster Pro. Number one is the voice changer. Uh, Do you need it? Absolutely not. But it is super fun. It's just way too fun to play with that voice changer. Uh, You don't really need it, but it's just awesome. Uh, If you've had a chance to try the Roadcaster Pro 2, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, I could sit down here for hours and just... Listen to different voices. Uh, Second thing I like about it is the big screen. On version 1, the screen was so small, I basically didn't interact with it at all. I'd look down at it to make sure the uh, recording had started, and that was about it. On this new version, I've found that I do a ton of stuff on the big screen. There's a lot of different options you can do uh, as far as switching different things for your... uh, voice effects, uh, you can uh, change different settings, and uh, it seems like it's so much easier. So I find myself using the screen a whole lot more than I did on version one. Um, Another thing I like about the screen is it's very responsive. It's not quite as good as an iPhone, but it's very good. Uh, Third thing I like about the Roadcaster Pro 2 over the version 1 is it's got a lot of flexibility to expand. Now, when I first got the Roadcaster Pro 2, a lot of people were having issues with it, so I actually didn't even open it for a week. And I was just waiting for firmware to come out. Um, it was being promised by Rode that they were going to be coming out with some firmware updates. And I thought, well, we'll wait and see. I was going on vacation, so I waited the week. Uh, when I got back, um, I was super impressed. Rode had already released several different uh, updates, and all of the features that people were having issues with were resolved. And it seems like they keep coming out with updates, making this product better and better and better. So I love that it has the power and the flexibility to expand. Now, a lot of people were disappointed when uh, version 2 came out. They're like, hey, now uh, version 1 isn't going to be getting updates. According to Rode, that's because version 1 didn't have the power and the computing power to expand in any other direction. So with this unit, it does have the power and the um, um, basically the computing power to get new fe- uh, features in the future. So that's a lot of fun to know that, hey, this is going to be getting better and better as time goes on. Um, Fourth thing I love about the second version is the sound. Uh, I had to do a lot more things to make the sound sound how it sounds on the Roadcaster 1 compared to the version 2. Uh, I could never be recording with uh, our furnace on or our air conditioner on. I'm actually recording with the air conditioner on full blast right now. You might hear it a little bit, but it still sounds pretty darn good compared to the Roadcaster 1. If I had the Roadcaster 1 recording, um, you would that's all you'd hear, and I'd have to do a lot of stuff in post to make it sound usable. So um, I really am excited about that because uh, for my workflow, a lot of times I would turn off the furnace, I'd come down, I'd record my podcast, I'd go back up, I'd forget to turn on the furnace, and in North Dakota in the wintertime, It doesn't take too long to cool off a house, so I'm excited to have this um, good sound without having to turn off the furnace uh, this winter. Uh, The last thing, and 
the last thing that I love about this is the workflow. And the number one thing for my workflow is I no longer have to pop out the micro SD card, put it into my computer after each recording. When I'm done with the recording, I hit the record button. The recording ends on the Roadcaster Pro 2. I go to my computer. I go to Road Central. I say transfer, and it transfers right to my computer in a WAV file. Uh, you can select what file type you'd like it to convert to. So in the past, I'd have to go to GarageBand. Well, actually, let's go from the beginning. If on the Roadcaster 1, I'd get done with recording a podcast. I'd have to take out the micro SD card. I'd have to put it into my computer. I'd have to load it onto my computer. A lot of times I would drag it into a file or a folder. Then I would drag it into GarageBand because I host my podcast on Anchor. And you cannot upload a .wav file for Anchor. It has to be an MP3. So I would pull it into GarageBand. I'd convert it into an MP3, do any uh, editing I'd have to do and then uh, upload it to Anchor. And uh, now all I have to do is hit record. I can transfer it as an MP3 from Road Central directly to my computer and right on to Anchor it goes. And the whole process is so much smoother that uh, for that reason alone, I feel like the upgrade was worth it. Now, there are two things that I do not like about the Roadcaster Pro 2. And uh, one of the issues I think they can fix. Uh, right now, if I'm recording on the second version of the Roadcaster, and then I want to transfer it to the computer, and the computer isn't on first, it doesn't seem to recognize the Roadcaster in Road Central. So I have to turn off the Roadcaster, i got to turn it back on, and then it'll recognize it. Well, if the computer's on, and then I turn on the Roadcaster Pro 2, it seems to recognize it. So I don't know if that's an issue with the software of the Roadcaster or if the version of uh, operating system I'm running on my computer. Um, but that is one issue that I think they could resolve. Maybe I can resolve it just updating my computer. Um, so really not something I'm too worried about. The first thing or the second thing that uh, I don't like about the Roadcaster and it's the first thing to me, because it's the most important, is the build quality hasn't been very good in my uh, experience. Like I said at the beginning of this podcast, I sent had to send it back to B&H, uh, who was phenomenal with customer service. Um, I did a whole episode on how great their customer service was, and uh, if I buy any electronics or anything like that in the future, it will be from B&H because they... Uh, one over a customer there. Um, uh, the top of the Roadcaster is like a metal substance. I don't know what kind of metal it is. And then the bottom is like a hard plastic. And I had to send it in before because I came down to record one night and the metal was separating from the plastic below. And that was frustrating to me. I just spent a lot of money on a brand new audio interface and I wanted it to look perfect as well as perform as it should. Well, uh, to my surprise, when I got the second one, it had the exact same issue where the top was kind of separating from the bottom. And at that point, I'm like, I don't want to deal with this anymore. It doesn't really affect the performance of the audio interface. So uh, even when I came down here tonight, the top of it was 
popping out a little bit and all you have to do is just push it down a little bit. That's something you shouldn't have to do with a new product. And uh, so that is a little frustrating. Now, knowing all these negatives um, and really only two, uh, basically only one, would I buy the Roadcaster Pro 2 today knowing what I know now? And the answer is absolutely. It is a great product uh, with wonderful quality of sound. And I didn't even talk about the main thing that most people are excited about the Rodecaster Pro 2 for, and that it doesn't have to have uh, inline audio boosters. And so you could run something like um, an RE20 using this audio interface, and you don't even have to have something like a cloud lifter. It, it will work with that, and it will sound great. So, um, yes, I would purchase this in the future, or... I won't purchase this again in the future, but if I knew what I know now back when I bought this, I would still purchase it. I would uh, still feel very comfortable recommending it to people who are looking at getting something like this. Um, if you don't need all those features that I talked about, I would feel very comfortable getting a Rodecaster Pro version 1 because it's simple. You can just uh, plug it in and uh, start doing your podcast right away. If if that audio interface wouldn't have come out, Preston Jensen's podcast wouldn't exist, and there's no question about that. It just made the whole process so much easier, and the second version is revolutionizing my workflow that much, that much more. So, great product. I hope you guys like this little recap after I've had time to play around with the Roadcaster Pro 2, and... Uh, Stay tuned for more uh, content on drones, technology, uh, interests, basically anything. I really appreciate all the great feedback I've been getting from you guys, and uh, I look forward to talking with you in the future.